This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morris, and this week we're celebrating the women's basketball team's best start to a season since 2004. Plus, the men's basketball team has won back-to-back games. It may be cold outside, but the winter sports season is heating up on the Bates Bobcast. The women's basketball team had its game against Southern Maine postponed last Tuesday, and this Tuesday's game against Maine Farmington has also been postponed. But when they hit the court Sunday, the Bobcats won a thriller. 86-85 over the University of New England in double overtime. Trailing by two, the Bobcats got the ball in the hands of sophomore Julia Middlebrook. Bates down by a bucket. 85-83. Williams gets it in for Graf. Graf off the screen from Lemire. Graf out to Williams. Williams drives in out to Middlebrook for three. Got it! Middlebrook! Knocks down the three with three seconds to go in double overtime. The Bobcats lead 86-85. The Bates defense held as time expired and the Bobcats improved to 3-0 on the season. Their best start through three games since 2004. First year, Megan Graff led Bates with 17 points on Sunday. Middlebrook scored six points, grabbed three rebounds, dished out five assists, and recorded two steals and her clutch three earns her female Bobcat of the Week honors. She and Graf joined the Bobcast to talk about the Bobcats' fast start. Julia, we'll start with you because let's just take us through. We tried to get you on the broadcast. We had some technical problems, but you were able to hit a huge three-pointer to win the game on Sunday against UNE. Take us through that play. Um, I think definitely um, when we were getting down to the end, like the last two overtimes when we were in timeouts, um, our coach to our team was just like, who's got guts and who wants to kind of finish the game? So um, I definitely had that mentality, and I think everybody on our team um, on and off the court was just like, let's get this like the job done. So I think um, when Amari passed me the ball, I was like, I just got to shoot it and let it fly, and it um, worked out. So And I was just so happy just to um, come away with a win. And we all worked so hard, so it was definitely awesome to do that. Excellent. And Megan, you had a key layup prior to that um, that really helped set up the comeback there. Take us through that play, and then what did you see when, when Julia knocked down her shot? Um, yeah, so the play before Julia knocked down the shot, I just knew like we were down a few points. We had to get a um, we had to knock down a shot, and I saw an open lane, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take it to the hoop. Why not? <laughs> and um, that brought us, I think we were still down one. And I mean, like, yeah, three might have been better in that situation, but like, we work hard on defense. I had no doubt that we um, weren't going to get a stop. We were going to get a stop. And then next play, when Julia knocked down the shot, it was funny because coming out of the timeout, coach yelled at Julia for hesitating, for not taking the shot the previous play. So obviously she had to redeem herself. Um, and so we had, like, a play set up. And it was funny because Amari threw the skip pass, and, like, I was about to catch it because I didn't think anyone was right there. And, like, you were right there, and I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) And Julia knocked it down, and it was so great, especially coming out of the timeout, having Coach tell her not to hesitate. (laughs) Well, following up on that, yeah, I was watching the replay, and you kind of stuck her hand down, and I'm like, nope, nope. What did you see? Well, I mean, so I saw Amari – well, I drove, and then I passed it to Amari, and I saw Amari throw the skip pass, 
But I didn't think anyone was behind me, and so I like put my hand up, then I looked and I saw Julia, so I like pulled it back, and I was like, thank God, like I pulled my hand back, but also thank God someone was there. Yeah. And then uh, Julia, is that something consistently that Allison's been emphasizing, maybe being aggressive on offense, because you're a really good distributor, and you also have a good shot also. Yeah, I think definitely um, this season I've been trying to get better at just being aggressive to the basket. Um, you know, I love to pass, and I love to see my teammates score, but I think... Um, Coming into the NESCAC play and just the other tougher competition we're going to see, I'm definitely going to have to work on that because um, we all have our jobs to kind of get the job done and uh, be successful in every game that we play. You both basically play point guard. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we're, like, pretty versatile when it comes to, like, the one and the two. So, like, if we're in or if, like, Mia's in, I mean, like, it's fine if, like, she brings the ball up because I'm comfortable playing the two position. And then if I bring the ball up, she's comfortable playing the um, two position as well and also um, I think like different scenarios in the game like what the pace is like coach will tell us who she wants being the one who she wants being the two for specific plays and stuff great and then Julia the final play on defense when they had that runner that went off the back of the rim did that kind of your heart go in your throat when you see that ball go up in the air (laughs) absolutely you know like I think um Hitting such a big shot down, I'm like, oh god, like well, this cannot end. Yeah, this this has to go in our way. Like it was just like such a good um, like morale booster for our team. Like it, it was a long game, not gonna lie. It just like we were like we got this, we need this to end, and we need to win. So definitely. Um, we were just so thrilled that it was able to go our way. So Yeah, I described it as like a battle of attrition um, in that game because people were just fouling out left and right, yeah. but you were able to stay in it. So yeah. <laughs> how were you able to do that? I mean, I think the fouls were a little bit of a blessing in disguise because it was a long game, two overtimes, along with the four quarters. And, like, I think since, like, a lot of our other players fouled out that, like, had a, made, like, a significant impact on the game, like, Mel and Mia fouled out, and they were, like, really hot, like, the fourth and, like, the beginning of the first overtime. So, like, losing those players, it was, I think it was mostly, like, the five people on the court playing the two overtimes. And, like, the fouls, I mean, they were breaks for us. So, like, we, I think we were all just, like, winded and stuff. So, like, having those foul shots were kind of key because we got to rest and stuff. But also, like, I know, like, halftime during the game we like talked as a team and said like we need to adjust because the refs aren't going to change like we're going to have to change the way we're playing like maybe not be as aggressive on defense and stuff and uh, I mean we did adjust but there's still I mean they were just calling everything so and then Julia I'm curious you know after the game was over obviously a lot of adrenaline running through everybody right I mean what's that feeling like to have that emotional release after a double overtime win like that oh it was just like a huge relief kind of like that we were able to get it done like um obviously as a team we were just so thrilled because it was like I mean who doesn't want to win a double overtime on a buzzer beater kind of you know like <laughs> semi yeah <laughs> um and I was just like so happy that um we could do this for our coaches and do it for our program because um we're ready to improve as a team and I think we've been just doing that every day in practice and um this team's got some guts and some grit, so I can't wait to see what we can do next. And then Megan, Allison Montgomery mentioned that she's been recruiting you basically since day one. She was hired here at Bates. What's that process been like? Um, so, yeah, I'm from Maine, yeah. and I think she got to come to a lot of my games, my AU games, my high school games, and, like, we were able to establish, like, a good, solid relationship. Like, I got to know her as a coach. She got to know me as a player. And I think just since, like, she started recruiting me early in the process, so, like... She got to see me, like, develop 
and like when she like t told me things she wanted me to work on like we like we're we both live in Maine so like she could come to a lot of games she could like see like if I'm like trying to work on those things to improve and stuff and like so she saw that and it was just nice like I know I wanted to stay close to home going to school so Bates was just like a perfect fit and she's a great coach yeah, being from South Portland, what was your familiarity with Bates kind of growing up in Maine? Um, so obviously, like, I'm familiar with all the Nescat schools yeah. here, like Bates, Bowdoin, Colby. Um, and actually, my best friend's sister played basketball here a few way back, actually, more than a few <laughs> years ago. But actually, like, growing up, I yeah. came to a lot of um, Bates games. And then um, just, like, since I was so close, I got to see, like, a lot of their games, like the style of their play, like how – Coach Montgomery coach and like her philosophy and that was like really nice to be able to see that. Well, growing up, I'm curious, when did you start thinking I can play in college? My mom played in college. My dad played basketball in high school and I like grew up playing basketball. I started playing travel basketball in fifth grade and then I started playing AAU and I was like, oh, like I think I'm like, I want to be committed to this. Like I want to like be able to like take this to another level. And so I think probably around like seventh or eighth grade of AAU, like, I just started to, like, work on getting more exposure and stuff. And, it like, I mean, I didn't really need exposure since, like, she, Bates is in Maine. I live in Maine. So, yeah. like, it was easy access pretty much. But, like, just, like, I think around, around middle school was when mm -hmm. I realized. I mean, I've always loved basketball. I right. think I always knew I wanted to play in college because I was so committed to it. Great. Julia, um, obviously senior captain Eric Lemire, big-time minutes on Sunday. Mel Bigcourse, a junior, played really well also. But this is a young team, right? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of first-years <laughs> like Megan, and you're a sophomore, almost like one of the elder statesmen, right? What's that experience been like? I mean, definitely um, sometimes I kind of forget that I'm a sophomore just because, like, it's a lot of freshmen. And that, like, I just – I feel like there's just a huge difference um, between fresh first-years and then non-first-years just because, like – you're not adjusting to college anymore. You've been through, like, a year of, like, your sports and your academics. So, um, but then at the same time, I am on the younger side, so I do, you know, hang out with a freshman and stuff. So it's, like, I think I'm in a great position because, like, I've been through it and I can help them out, but also, like, I'm still learning, too, and I'm still getting trying to get better, too, and establish myself. What's your biggest piece of advice to the younger player, slightly younger? Oh, uh, yeah, like, by, like, six months. Um, <laughs> um, definitely just to, I think this goes for me, too, just, like, enjoy, like, the opportunity that we have and that, um, you know, it's going to go by quick. I feel like I can't believe it's already been like a year now and that um, to just enjoy the ride and, um, you know, just keep on getting better. And like, I think it goes for all of us and our whole team that like, um, if you're mentally there, then you can just also become so much better and just like continue to work hard. And then Megan, from your perspective, I mean, mm -hmm. you've got all these first year teammates who you're sharing the court with right away. What's it been like? Um, I'm not going to lie, it was a little intimidating at first, but I think just, like, I mean, playing, like, preseason in the fall and stuff, we just, like, the whole team established a really solid, like, good, solid relationship, and that, like, just allowed the first years, including me, to feel more comfortable on the court, like, playing with them and kind of, like, just, like, having, like, that good team chemistry overall just makes, like, me and the others to feel, like, like, to have more confidence, like, know that, like, oh, like, you can, like, take on that role because like we knew the first years coming in that like we are going to have an impact on um the program just because it's such a young team and like just like being able to have that good like team dynamic allowed us to like feel more comfortable on the court I think.
Terrific. Have either of you played a double overtime game before at any level? I was thinking about that. I've never... I mean, like, I played soccer in high school, so, like, when, like, the games were tied, they would do, like, two 10-minute yeah. periods. But also, like, I don't think I've ever, like, either lost or won on a buzzer beater either. Yeah. Like, I haven't, like, really experienced that, so it's going well for me. <laughs> right, yeah, good yeah. first one, right? Yeah. Same, same for you? Yeah, I mean, definitely in basketball, I don't think I've experienced the double overtime. Maybe I... Okay, I can't say I definitely played in overtime before, but yeah. I don't think I played in a game that close. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, that was just like so much fun. The double overtime, <laughs> it was just like such a nail biter. It was going back and forth, and yeah, I don't think I've ever been in a game like that close before. Did you feel in the moment it was really fun, or it was more like afterwards? Oh, we won. Now it's fun. And I was like thinking, and like I think we're in double overtime. I'm like, is this gonna be like a Syracuse and UConn <laughs> game where we're going like sick? Because I'm like, right. it is. Because I like I looked today like like the change of the scores. It was like just free throw. Whoever missed a free throw, like it was up one. Yeah. So in the back of my head, I was like. Oh my gosh, like, when is this gonna, like, kind of, we needed it to end. I was yeah. like, we don't need a third overtime, so, yeah. Same thoughts going through your mind, kind of? Um, yeah, I feel, well, I just, I've noticed, like, the past few games, I know we've only had three, but just, like, the pace of the play and stuff, it's all so much fun. And just, like, the energy that our whole team brings, like, off the bench, off the court, like, on the bench and on the court, that I think that makes it fun. And, like, for me, I don't know if it was fun. It was kind of like, let's get, like, we yeah. need to win this yeah. game. Like, we worked so hard. Like, we came back. We played with so much grit that we just, like, have to, like, just finish it off and win the game. Um, I just thought it was more, like, intense. It was going back and forth, back and forth. Like, there was, I feel like during the overtimes, like, there was no lead greater than, like, five or six. Yeah. So, like, it was just such a close game. All right, Megan Graff and Julia Middlebrook, thanks so much. No problem. Thank you. After falling in their first two games, the Bates men's basketball team is now 2-2 two and two after the Bobcats defeated Salem State 93-73 on Sunday and the University of New England 104-84 on Monday, with senior Nick Lynch pouring in a career-high 25 points against UNE. Junior Cody Greenalch tallied a team-high 17 points against Salem State to go along with five rebounds, five assists, and five steals. He followed that up with 12 points, five assists, and two steals Monday against the Nor'easters. And Cody Greenalch is our male Bobcat of the week. Cody, first of all, you kind of have a unique kind of lane here at Bates where you play both football and basketball. This is the first year you're doing both at the same time, so what's the experience been like so far? It's been great. I didn't play football last year, but playing this year, really, I didn't want to regret not playing. So I was like, I was talking to my dad, my mom, my brother. I was like, why not give it a shot? So I walked out, walked on to it this year. It was pretty fun. We didn't get the results we wanted, but the culture has definitely been changing. The cult, uh, new coaches came in, did a great job, and now switching to basketball, we just picked up two wins. Season's starting to roll for us. Yeah, speaking of basketball, you came off the bench there against um, Salem State and had, I think, 17 points in 19 minutes. So was Furbush's instructions go out there and shoot? Yeah, he just says, play my game, yeah. stay within yourself, and you know, make the right passes, get out and run, and just play well. And what did you see out there on the court opening up for you, you thought? Uh, I think just getting out and running, getting steals, pushing the ball, um, yeah, making the right pass, and it all fell in place. It's got to be nice to have Nick Lynch back after a brief absence, right? Yeah, hell yeah. He can shoot from outside, get rebounds. It just brings a certain like toughness to the game where uh, you know, we need that. For sure. And then uh, going back to football real quickly, you moved to wide receiver this year. I assume you played a quarterback in, in high school and yeah, everything? I've, I've actually never played wide receiver in my life, and I tried it out. You know, it's, it's different looking back. Used to be quarterback, 
and seeing how different it is and like how hard it is to be a wide receiver. Uh, it was really eye-opening experience for me. It was fun. Yeah, it was real fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously it's completely different positions, but you have to have chemistry with the quarterback, yeah. obviously. I feel like me and Costa were like, if we had a little more time, we would have been uh, pretty good. But he went down. I don't know. I feel like next year should be, should be a little bit better. And now back to basketball. How did you make that transition when football season ended right on to basketball season? Yeah, uh, my last game was a Saturday, and then I had basketball practice that next Monday. And the coach was like, you want a break? I was like, uh, nah, I'll just go right into it. So I was like, here I am now. What has Furbush kind of told you your role is on this team within the scheme of things? He just told me, like, just play your game. He knows I can go out and play. Just, like, you spark off the bench, like, get out and run get some steals, like, just do whatever I can to help. For sure. And then going back to when you were choosing colleges, you know, coming from Rhode Island, what made Bates the place for you? I really liked the campus. Um, it was, like, a small campus. I didn't want to go to somewhere big, like, a big a big school. I just feel like I'd be lost. So, like, Bates really, I don't know, fit with me. And being away from home, not away from home, but, like, four hours away, it's not that bad. So, like... And I got a couple friends from high school who go here, but they don't they don't play sports. So that was that was pretty big for me. Great. So you obviously you have connections outside of athletics here as well. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of that, uh, what are you studying here? What are you looking to major in? I'm a rhetoric major. Um, it's like film, screen studies. Yeah, that's that's what interests me. Film and screen studies, nice. So what's your favorite movie then? Uh, I got a lot of favorite movies. Uh, I like comedies. So like a lot of Adam Sandler. I like Mark Wahlberg. All Mark Wahlberg movies. They don't really look at those probably as your film studies classes, do they? Uh, no, they don't. They, they, they take a take a different uh, look at some some other movies. Do you produce movies yourself? or? Uh, I've actually done – I'm in a couple of film classes oh. where I produce – actually, me and Jeff uh, Spellman. Yeah. We're in the same class. We produce a couple uh, short short movies. And uh, inclu- I like to include basketball in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the teacher really likes that. Nice. And so, what's that experience like learning how to film stuff? Actually, Jeff Jeff is good with the camera, yeah. and I uh, I act for him. That's been that's been good. It's been fun. Back to basketball a little bit. Um, you know, looking forward now. You've got a couple wins under your belt. What's it like playing U and E though? Because that's a totally different thing. Yeah, I, I was gassed. Like U and E presses the whole game. They bring out like five in, five out, like three different groups. So like, just running around. I don't know. They try to create like havoc on there and. Uh, I didn't like it, but like, hey, we 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 pulled it out in the end, the second half. I mean, yeah, the second half, you guys really. I mean, you, you beat them what by twenty? It was tied at halftime. You beat them by twenty in the second half, and so what? What adjustments were made? Just like when they press, like you got to like stay calm, look for that right pass because they can't, they double right off the bat. So you got to stay calm and look for the open guy and just push from there and get try to get open layups. Great, and then obviously, you know, Nets Tech play coming up, I'm sure, in January, basically. You got a few non-conference games left, obviously, in December. But you, last year was your first experience in the Nets Tech in basketball. What you kind of learn about the competition? Um, I definitely see the difference between Nets Tech teams and non-conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I feel like our team plays better against better competition. So I feel like that would be good for us for our first couple of Nets Tech games. All right, Cody Greenalch, Mail Bobcat of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you. The squash teams welcome Bowdoin to the Bates Squash Center on Wednesday. The Bates Department of Athletics is providing a free fan bus to the match, which will leave Commons at 5.30 p.m. and return at 8 p.m. Then on Sunday, the Bobcats welcome Trinity to town, with the action getting underway at 11 a.m. The squash teams are teaming with the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundations versus Cancer Program to raise awareness and funds 
for local kids with cancer. For more information, go to team.curethekids.org slash Bates College Squash. The squash teams are the only winter sports with home contests this week, but fans can make the short trip to Bowdoin to watch the swimming and diving teams in action at the main state meet Friday and Saturday. Plus, the basketball teams travel to St. Joseph's on Saturday. We'll recap it all next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates, my brother, my brother.